Hello everyone, I am Matthew Thomas with Super Cool Radio. Joining me at this time, he is the drummer for Two-Faced Wilson and recently released his first solo EP under Diecast Romance. Please welcome Brian Knickerbocker. Hello everybody. It's glad to be on the show, man. Thank you for having me. Of course, man. Actually, I got to see you like right before everything shut down. It was in uh, January. Two-Faced Wilson opened at the Music Factory. Oh, um, yeah. God, when what? Who else was there? Uh, oh, that this was, is not the end. LCB. Yeah, that was that, that. That was that was Ice Fest. We we called that Ice Fest lovingly because <laughs> that was during that big nasty ice storm. I remember that. They were uh, the Phil, the guitar player for Elsie Banks and I. We uh, had a competition afterwards. We were both wearing Converse, and we were seeing how far we could slide on the ice out in the. Uh, out in the parking lot because it got that bad. Yeah, I I left around midnight because I had to get home to Indiana. So I, I don't have to drive. And right. yeah, I, I slid off the road. Like, well, I slid off into an exit. So luckily, I didn't go completely off the road. So I was able to get back on the road myself. But yeah, it oh, was big. It was icy up there for sure. Yeah, luckily my my roadie's got a really nice 2019 Chevy Silverado. So the only thing we really had to worry about was that the trailer didn't slide and, you know, cause more problems. Yeah, that, it, was, it was a fun show. I mean, there, like, not like there was a good amount of people problem, there. I was, I was surprised. I was surprised. I was considering the weather. My dad drove all the way from Lansing down to come see us. Wow. Yeah. Now you guys, you opened the show. It was a really fun time. So I'm glad able to finally get you on the show and chat with you. Definitely. So I'm going to start with what I think is a fun question, people might say it's challenging, but it's my show. So, <laughs> what Fair is enough. one album people should listen to in their lifetime? Operation Mindcrime. That was a quick response. <laughs> in my in my opinion, it is the perfect uh, concept album. It covers so much ground. Jeff Tate was as highest at, at that point. Um, everything was great. I mean. I'm a big Queensryche fan. My my dad got me into all that good music when I was younger. So luckily I'm not one of these weirdos that listen to whatever. I don't know. That's whatever you want to listen to. But yeah, Queen uh, Queensryche Operation Mind Crime. Knock it out right there. <laughs> That's one of the quickest responses I've had to that question. Usually it takes people a few seconds to at least, you know, think about it. But yeah, and Queens are still around too. I, I saw like John Five open for him, like I think end of 2019, beginning of 2020. Like that's that would be a really cool tour. I wish I could have seen. Yeah, their their new lead singer that they got to replace Jeff Tate. I I I said it when I was talking to people about it. He sounds more like Jeff Tate than Jeff Tate does. Now, like he, he, I don't know. He just sounds better. Jeff Tate. Jeff Tate's kind of a. I'm I'm friends. I'm friends on Facebook with his wife and daughter, so I have to be careful what I say. Um, <laughs> he's an amazing person. Please hire me as your drummer. Um, no, I just I he's um I'm talking about Queensrÿche, so I probably screwed the pooch on that anyways. But um, yeah, Queensrÿche is yeah the the new lead singer is doing phenomenally. So. Yeah, it's awesome. And also, shout out to Jeff Tate if you watch this. But please watch my show, please. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll share it on my page. Maybe, you know, a couple people will see it, hopefully. All right, now, so this is your interview. I'm going to focus and talk about you. When did you know you wanted to become a musician? 
Um, I was, I, I, I know it's, it's very cliche, um, but I was one of those pots and pans kids uh, growing up. You know, my, my grandma will tell plenty of stories about, you know, just sitting in the inner kitchen with the spoons and, you know, all that stuff. Um, I don't know, musician, I don't really, I can't really pinpoint a specific time. Um, I, I just always loved music. I mean, I, my, like I said, my dad was a very big influence, uh, got me into a lot of really good music. I'm a big Kiss fan. Um, that was his big thing that he got into me. I got a tattoo right here of Mickey Mouse with Gene Simmons makeup on. If my, I didn't have my baseball shirt on, I would, uh, I would show that, but, um, we met, we met him, we met them back in 2018 at the Van Andel arena. Um, got to meet him. My dad cried. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> But yeah, the, he he got me in a lot of good music, and I just I can just recall just always kind of just it's it, it put me at peace. I mean, it's it's gotten me through some really tough times. Um, I think the first instrument that I got was an acoustic guitar, um, and I learned how to play "Let It Be" like the finger style version of that. Don't ask me; I don't remember at all how to do it. I I couldn't even if I tried. But um. And then I just my I think my stepmom's uh, sister, her husband had a drum set, and I got and I saw him like, oh, what's that? It's a drum set. You want to play it? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Duh, duh, duh. And it, it it you know, as soon as I got felt that power, and I think it was a little bit of ADHD because I was like, who shiny things? And so it kind of just blossomed from there, and I realized that I was pretty good at it without having formal training so i was like hey, this is this is kind of cool and it's all it's all about leaving a legacy i think i'm with my the ep i am probably skipping a couple of subjects forward but you know the music that i'm making i've i've, I've told everybody i want to make something that'll outlive me like you know it's all about leaving a legacy yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, that's what music is. Um, I think Chris Cornell, I might be butchering this quote, but, you know, music is there when everyone else is gone. Absolutely. Yeah. And may he rest in peace as well. That's right. Yes. Fantastic musician, for sure. Got to see Whatever them. Not just like Soundgarden, but also like Audio Slave, which was like a kind of, a, you know, a different style, a different uh, tone form with, you know, Rage Against the Machine as his players. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it was still Tom Morello, though. Like you could tell, easy. That's that was Tom. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You you can't mistake Tom Morello for you know for his sound and style. It's just it's it's him. I've seen people try and they they do not succeed. I wouldn't <laughs> try, but you know what? Nope. He is legendary. I am good. I'll just be right. playing acoustic covers of the Beatles. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that too. The Beatles are Beatles are good. All right, well, before we get to EP, I do got to talk about just one quick thing. Um, so you you said you have two endorsement deals you got going on. Um, who are they with? Yeah, so I've been with uh, Soul Tone Symbols for, I think this is my second year. It'll be my second year this summer. Um, great company. Uh, love their products. And I mean, it's not even, you know, I, not, I don't get paid to say anything. Like, I just, I... I genuinely like the the stuff that they that they do, and um, my most my more recent one. This will be also my second year, but slightly 
slightly less than the other one is um, Collision Drumsticks out of the UK. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the two things that I always wanted to get endorsement deals for first was cymbals and sticks because those are the things that break the easiest. <laughs> um, That's and smart. I, I, and, I, and I got cymbals and the owner of the company actually reached out to me on Instagram. I posted like a picture of my drum sitting. He's like, hey, if you want to try our stuff. And I was like, cool, because it was I was like, and I was like, Hold, can, can, am, I, am I allowed to swear on here? Oh yeah, no, it's uncensored. Okay. I was, I was like, I was like, holy shit! Like this, this like owner of a company is like getting a hold of me to try their stuff. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna try their stuff. And I tried it, and it was, it, it was, it was really good. I mean, I've kind of, I'd kind of been floating around like I use the other like Vicworth and other stuff like that. But they, uh, it was, yeah, I'm, I'm totally in love with it i've i've gotten a couple other of my drumming friends uh to apply for endorsement deals and like i said i don't get paid to say any of this stuff it's all like i genuinely i mean i kind of have to say that i like them or else they'll like they, they, they can kick me out of the out of the club but you know i but i i, I do also genuinely enjoy uh the product it's yeah it's hard it, it, it's hard to be really excited about a piece of wood with some plastic on the end of it but i mean it's it's I love them. Yeah, for a drummer, I mean that that is your instrument, that is your tools to make music. So now I can totally see. I like how you do walk a thin line when you start talking about endorsement deals. Jeff Tate. <laughs> I mean, I'm a drummer for hire. I mean, I may I, I I may have a band that I'm in, but uh, I I I am always looking for another opportunity to you know get myself out there. That's why I'm hanging out with you tonight. That's right. <laughs> man. Hell yeah. All right. So now the big thing, and this is actually what you talked about when you first contacted me about, you know, do you know, being on super cool radio was your brand new solo EP that you recently released as diecast romance. How was it writing and recording the, uh, your first solo EP? Stressful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, so, just, just as just as kind of like a as an other side of the coin type of thing the the other the band that i've been with for the last three years is two-face wilson um it's my my one of my good buddies um he the lead singer adam drosha hi i'm doing more free publicity for you hi um nice to see you too <laughs> um <laughs> So he, it, it, it's a solo project, and it's, but he gets musicians to play when he needs to. And I've just, the, I've been the drummer that's been consistent for the last three years. I think I've missed two shows in the last three years, um, which, I mean, considering COVID, that's, you know, that's, I'm, I'm, I got a pretty good track record. I'm at like 95%. Um, but uh, yeah, and so he writes all the music and I just show up. I put my flavor on whatever he wants me to do and then we play and I leave like I like I punch my card and I'm fine with that and so like but I was thinking I was like you know I got all these other influences because I'm just I love music in general most music so you know I wanted to write like a punk song I wanted to do a drum duet with a buddy of mine and the the ballad on the album Sweet Reminis that was written by uh my good friend Ryan Napper from high back in high school um I lost somebody very close to me um, back in high school. She had a car accident, and um, we kind of sat down and we we're like, "Hey, let's let's write a song." And so that song was 
going on 11 years old when it was finally written or when it was finally recorded he gave me his blessing to you know to record it myself and um the drum duet the cross border shopping that was written in an eight hour session in the studio just one day um darren curtis and phil stewart shout out to both of them phil stewart especially he's he definitely helped me co-pilot this whole thing and he's more along the lines of a full-time collaborator now so it's not really like a solo project anymore um and then your anthem which features your friend jamie bostel um that was a song the funny thing is about that song i always like to tell this story my wife my, my wife doesn't really like that i tell the story but that song was written after we had an argument and so and like i just went to the went to my room and i just banged out this guitar riff just all straight through and then i grabbed my bass and i bashed that hole all the way through and and it's funny because Jamie wrote these really inspirational lyrics to a song that started out as like fighting. <laughs> it, it was born out of an argument and turned into this, um, this this inspirational song because Jamie wrote the lyrics to it. And, and I, I'm, I'm, you know, it was cool. But as far as writing the album, it, it a lot of it was done more in the studio. Like I, I thought that I was more prepared than I was actually and then it it you know is my, my my producer uh kevin williams love that guy to death great guy call him dad dad's mad um but he uh he he i i got my my 40 licks about some things and uh so hopefully the next ep that'll hopefully be coming out by the end of the year i already started working on that um will be a little bit easier but it was it was it was stressful i mean it was during covid like the height of covid everything was shut down you know i was you know just kind of sitting on my hands and i was like let's do something so i called up some people got them involved and luckily i was getting an extra six hundred dollars a week with from the from the government from unemployment because my factory was shut down and uh yeah i mean i enjoyed it it was like i said it was it was stressful because everything kind of fell back on me uh decision making wise but it ended up being this great thing and it's already over seven thousand streams on spotify as of uh when today when you're recording this i know it's not going to come out to next week so it'll probably be about ten thousand by then the way now hopefully yeah, yeah i mean i'm sure i'm sure by then but um yeah, it's it sounds like you've collaborated with a lot of great musicians, and even you know a South Bend connection, you know, as you said with Jamie. But how did you choose like you know the musicians to work with? You worked you know with Jamie, uh, Andrew Ketchman, uh, Darren Curtis, Ali Whiteford, Jen Reed. How did you have these people in mind when you first started the solo project? Um, all the people from LC Banks, I did. Um, Phil works at the studio. He's an assistant engineer and also does producing there as well. So I kind of wanted, I, I, I knew that he was going to be involved. Um, Darren, also of Elsie Binks, um, phenomenal. All, all, they're all phenomenal. I, I, I'm, I'm just going to cover cover everybody once one shot. They're all phenomenal people. Um, the Elsie Binks crew is just like some of those hardworking and amazing people I've had the pleasure of working with. And they're so nice. They're so nice. But anyways, um, yeah, he Darren. I wanted to. I, I had mentioned to him like, "Hey, let's do like a USA versus Canada drum duel." Because I'm from I'm from Wisconsin originally. Go pack go! Don't shoot me. And he's he's from he's from uh, Ontario, Canada. Um, 
so I kind of want to do this thing, and then it slowly evolved into what it what it is now. Um, Jen, she came in a little late. That was at Phil's uh, recommendation to do some keyboards. Um, Andrew, also a co collaborator, uh, he's a phenomenal musician. He was the bass player of it. Uh, the January show that you guys that, that you went to back in January. Um, he plays in uh, guitar and let it rot out of Lansing, Michigan now. Um, but he he's he's a good buddy. So I, I'd been playing in um, Two Face Wilson with him for a year or so. And he got wind of me doing this thing. And he's like, hey, if you want to need some help, I'm bored too. Let's do it. And um, so he came in a little late. Allie uh, sings at church at the First Lutheran Church in Charlotte, Michigan, with me, and she is a phenomenal singer. I mean, you 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 listen. So you, um, she wasn't my first choice. Not that I wouldn't have chosen her, but I had I had somebody else in mind, and I couldn't get. I I was we were having some scheduling issues, and uh, she learned that whole song in two weeks. Came in probably about four hours and banged out the whole song um first time ever that that that's her first ever professional recorded music ever that song um yeah <laughs> no, no, it, i mean you, i do encourage people to listen to that because i mean it's it was it was really cool like it was really good honestly like the vocals they really just stood out honestly in my opinion in a good way though obviously. Hell yeah no, 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 no. Um, all positive. <laughs> yeah, and then Jamie, uh, I've known Jamie for, God bless, probably 11 years now. I was I was originally going to audition. I answered a Craigslist ad that he had to audition for his original band, Arson Radio, yeah. um, way back in 2011. And uh, I lived in Kalamazoo at the time, and transportation and whatnot um and I ended up moving down to kentucky for a couple of years but we kept in contact and um i had gotten a hold of him i said hey i got this song because he was kind of pushing the whole I, i'll do collaborations thing and i was like hey well you know you're collaborating yeah he, he went out and went and went knocked that out for me so yeah everybody was everybody did phenomenal i i was very very blessed to work with the people that i did and I and I call them all friends, which is the important part. Yeah, work with people you call friends, especially making you know collaborating, making music, having fun. Yeah, yeah. that's what making music is. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Oh, Jamie, he he asked me about it. He was like, "Hey, have you heard of Brian Nickerback?" I was like, "Yeah, he's a drummer for Two Face Wilson." So I was like, "Yeah, I know who he is." So he's like, "Yeah, I did a song for him." Yeah, we keep trying. Him and I, he and I. Uh... We we've been trying to share the stage together for a while now. Um, he's uh, a little bit more on the selective side as far as which shows he does, which I get it. Um, so we were we were I think we're gonna finally play together in August, opening up for the Lonely Ones in Battle Creek. That show's been moved four times now. Yeah, and so help me God if it doesn't happen. <laughs> Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, before 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 you go into there, <laughs> I'm a, I'm I'm just I I I'm on a play like yeah we got it. Wait, but Two Face Wilson's got a show next month, and I am I am all for it. I'm ready to go, dude. Yes, I'm actually um yeah, dude. 
I'm looking for live music too, man. I mean, the lonely one. I was. I got free tickets to see the lonely ones in South Bend, and it's Did like, oh, really? yeah, because I want to. You know, my brother won a contest, so I was like, cool. Guess what? Guess I guess who's going with you? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so yeah, it was supposed to be like August of 2020, and then it was supposed to be March of 2021. Now I think it's back to like August of 2021. I don't know. Yeah, I don't mean August know. August 22nd is the music factory show so it should be somewhere around I think it's there. the 21st. No, is it yeah. I don't know. Honestly, I don't remember, but I want to see the lonely ones because like the especially the latest single I changed the station. Oh, that my rock. god, that blue like the the three single the cut like the flash cover that was fucking awesome. Yep. And the uh the other two originals they put out were really good. The all the guys from Boba Flex are good friends of mine. Um, but yeah, I heard change the station. And I was like, like if this doesn't turn some heads, man, they are not doing things right. Somebody's somebody messed up somewhere. Yeah, so like that's like something you got to like buckle in to listen to because yeah, like, like, my face was gone after that. Yeah, song. It was, it I, I listened gone. to it. I, I listened to it at six thirty in the morning, right when the, right when the line started. When I, I work at General Motors and six thirty in the morning, I downloaded it, put it in my playlist, and I was like, all right. Let's start it off. And I was just like, well, I'm awake now, at least. <laughs> yeah, skip the coffee for today. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they, they absolutely rock. So that's what I'm looking forward to seeing them live one day. Hopefully one day. <laughs> Soon. Fingers crossed. Get the vaccine, please. I want to do stuff again. Yeah. So I... So I'll see what happens. But yeah, dude, live music hopefully comes back soon. Hopefully get to rock together see you again so Absolutely. a lot of fun but go, going back diecast romance real quick if anyone yeah. has not listened to the ep what can they expect um it's only three songs so that you can expect it to be over quicker than uh you would expect that's what she said um <laughs> it's uh it's it's eclectic I, I i didn't really go in with an expected genre to fit into like there's a ballad that doesn't have any drums there's a drum duet which is whatever you feel like calling it hard rock i guess and then your anthem which is punk um you're, yeah great great vocals great musicianship um pretty good songwriting if i do say so myself for my first time being for my first time doing it i thought i did pretty good um yeah it's 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 eclectic i guess that would be the best way to describe what you'd expect and uh hopefully they hopefully i'll get some i'll get a more focused direction where i kind of think about going in a heavier direction my guitar player brought over a seven string guitar so we're working on that and uh super cool radio exclusive we're thinking about throwing together a pop goes punk version of the song pop by in sync well you heard it here for the first you time here on heard it here first. Yes, you did. Exclusive, just for you, Matt. <laughs> this that's probably gonna be the teaser for this episode. I'm telling you that right. <laughs> hopefully, I can pull. Hopefully, we can pull it off. That's that's a lot of moving parts. That's, a lot, and that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> that that that's taking my vocal direction, uh, my vocal directing to the extreme because I know so many great vocalists, but that's that's something that you got to figure out, like. You got to make a plan for that song. You can't just like show up and be like, "All right, we're doing in sync today." It's like, yeah, no, we're no. playing this out. 
nope, yep, that's that that's that's gonna be the that's gonna be the make or break moment for me. I feel like I'm gonna lose some hair over that song, but I'm gonna well, get no it out. Break. I'm I'm gonna get it out one way or the other. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, sounds like you got a lot of cool things coming up. But also, yeah. you said you got a show coming up with Two Face Wilson. So, what what has been going on with Two Face Wilson? Anything you got coming up, or any kind of fun stuff? Yeah, um, we've kind of we kind of took a break. Um, obviously, with Michigan being Michigan, uh, we kind of like to chill out. I have a family. Uh, Adam has not a family, but he has family. So we pretty much took uh, the holidays off, and we're kind of waiting it out to see how COVID goes. But um, as of right now, we have a show on March 26th at the Music Factory. That is a benefit show for the Music Factory. All proceeds will be going to. Uh, Jeff and Buffy to keep local music alive. They are phenomenal people, and they deserve every every bit of help that they can get. Um, there, let's see, Frame Forty Two will be there. Um, they're a great band out of Detroit. They are all young, like young, young, but boy, are they good. Um, then Two Face Wilson, a band called Stage Drive, Stage drive out of i think ann arbor area kayla drange is a good friend of mine um and then we will also have loa uh sludge rock band out of lansing great also also great people we played a couple shows with them before and they're also they're good friends of mine and 19 till dawn um they're they're back from the planet rock days back when that was what the music factory was called um after that, I think we're doing a festival as of this is all, everything after this is tentative. So um, we're looking at uh, doing a Celebrate Charlotte Festival in early June. And then we're thinking about maybe getting like a weekend tour around if July looks good enough. We've done one the last two years. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. That's that. That's all. I mean, shit. The show next month is theor as hypothetical at this point, but the way that everything's trending, where it's looking a little Prom bit more, it's looking promising. Yeah, a little bit better than it was at least. Yeah, um, seems like you know things are starting to move in the right direction. I do hope that you know that the shows and things you do have planned after March could have you know can hopefully happen. Because we're, nice. we're we're planning on trying to get a show or two down in your area, so we'll uh, we'll have to hang out and we'll have For to sure. hang out and yeah. We we played we played Fort Wayne's been really good to us recently. Um, we played uh, the Vibes venue back when it was the Glory Hub. Uh, we played the Muse on Main. Um, played Mishawaka. Cool we 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 played Mishawaka a couple times. So yeah, Northern Indiana is doing pretty, pretty, pretty damn good for Two Face Wilson. Yes. Well, hey, all, we're all here to support Two Face music, independent music, local music. We we really enjoy it, especially you know, in Indiana. I haven't been to Fort Wayne. I haven't been to the venues in Fort Wayne, but I heard they're they're actually very nice. And the Muse on Main, my uh, my friend's Hourglass went there. I heard they, I heard they said it was a really cool venue. Yeah, it's a it's it's. It's a dry bar, so you can't drink. They got a lot of really cool pops. Like I said, I'm a Kiss fan, and I got to uh, try the Kiss Cola that they came out with. My dad was really jealous. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, it's cool. It, 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 it's a nice area. Um, yeah, the Muson Main's cool. They're they're they had they dealt with some unfortunate uh, stuff uh, late last year, I think, and they're kind of getting back on their feet, which is good. There was a uh, an incident at the venue, um, so but they're doing it's from from the sounds of it, they're starting to get some shows back and do stuff and the guys are really cool that work there that that own the place and run the place and yeah for sure yeah i mean and, uh fort wayne's got a lot of cool places i know um i think they're bringing back pierre's from what i heard i'm not yes, too familiar they with are. That, that's yep. what i've heard yep pierre's is coming back I, I i never i had never been there but um james jamie's excited about it of course um a lot, a lot, a lot of my Indiana friends are are looking forward to it. Um, yeah, from from the pictures and the videos that I've seen from from the inside of it, it looks like it's gonna. The, everything looks real pretty on the inside. So, yeah, I've heard they might be having some bigger shows come there too. So we'll just have to wait and see. But yeah, that'll be definitely another another cool venue hosting shows. I mean, I'm all for it. Absolutely, yeah. It's, any any is you know. It gets a little crowded on the weekend with everybody trying to play when there are shows. So the the more choices that everybody has, the easier it is to accommodate everybody. Exactly, and I think that's uh, that's definitely key to get stuff moving in the right direction. Definitely. So I got a cool question before we go home. Okay. Um, what music have you been listening to this week, Brian? Um, a lot of ice ice nine kills. Um, I'm really, really loving their stuff. I mean, I had heard it on the radio, but I've kind of been digging back deeper uh, before the Silver Scream. Um, obviously, the Lonely Ones, like we were talking about. Uh, a lot of local bands. Um, Stage Drive is putting out a new song tonight at midnight. So by the time yes. people see this, go check it out. I think it's yes. called uh, Same... Nope, I'm not even going to try because I don't want to mess it up. But Stage Drive, check them out. Um, yes, they're really cool. Yeah, yeah, that's that. Yeah, I, I got my Spotify has got about three thousand songs on it, so it just kind of rolls through. Um, but as far as stuff that I've really been, oh, uh, another band that I really like is called Mariana's Trench. Um, they're out of Canada. Yeah. yeah, they're out of Canada. It's basically it's like Snow Patrol kind of like there's it's a lot of vocal harm i'm a sucker for vocal harmonies i'll tell you i just i i like like shania twain and in sync back when i was younger i just i think that was where it's probably started was all the vote but like mariana's trench has some of the coolest vocal harmonies i have heard in a long time like it like musically it's chill but like there's like some there's some cuss words in it so like it's not you, you know but i i really really like it that dude's got a hell of a voice good good disclaimer about that but yeah I, i've heard a little bit of their stuff and yeah it's just it's just it's just it's a trip honestly i can't really describe it as anything else a song that i one song that i would recommend for people to start with is who do you love that that's a really good one that's got all those vocal harmonies and it's very Anthemic, I guess, would be another way to describe a lot of their music. It's got those really big kind of moments and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's what yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's what's on my Spotify. 
Nice. Yeah, I've been uh, this week. Uh, I, I got really into Rollins Band this week, so I've been going through and listening to their stuff. Uh, then, uh, of course, you know, Elsie Binks, uh, Diecast Romance, you know, been prepping, <laughs> prepping for this interview, so I'm listening to that stuff. Uh, yeah. Kaleido, also out of Michigan. Kaleido's uh, great. I uh, Rags and Riches. I'm not sure if you've if you've heard of them. They played a show up here uh, last year. They're like, kind of like a it's it, it's more like pop, kind of like Imagine Dragon style music. And okay. um, so, so yeah, but no, they're planning to release some new stuff coming up here soon. So I've been listening to their to their other stuff, and uh, I they're will really check cool. that out. Yeah, they're they're really cool. I got to interview them for the show, and yeah, they're they're two brothers out of Kentucky. Nice, Kentucky. Go Cards. Wait, yep, I did it right. Ha <laughs> That's right. Everything's reversed on the camera. Yeah. Yep. Like, All right, Brian. <laughs> just gotta do my left. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out eventually. Yeah, it's all right. We've only come to the end of the interview, but I do got <laughs> one more thing before I let you go. Okay. What can we expect from you? Diecast Romance, Two Face Wilson, all, all the stuff you got going on for this year, 2021. It's already February. Diecast Die Romance, hopefully some new music. I at least I at least I'm gonna have a single out by the end of the year. If not, we're looking if not a four, we're looking at four song EP, but finance uh permitting is is that is that is the big key, as it is always. Um Two Face Wilson getting out there doing shows um as often as we can. Um bringing bringing blues rock back to the masses man it's 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 i gotta say it, it, it's pe people have been, uh, people have given me some strange comments when they see me play because i have a, i have a a quite large drum set for the type of music that's played so people are a little confused sometimes and then our bass player is very uh funk slap pop type of stuff and then adam's adam um <laughs> but, that's a good way to describe my um but yeah we're just trying to get shows that get shows out there it's it's a very it's 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 a fun fun show to watch i'm like i said it, it, it at the very least you can sit there and be like why the fuck does that drummer have so much stuff he could go with like a third of that stuff and do fine well now that you say like you know thinking back to that show and then i now that you say that yes that is a very <laughs> large drum set to do not as much. So if I remember correctly, I think I was playing in two. I was. I was playing in two bands tonight because I, I ended up filling in for a cover band that was headlining the show. Um, their band, their their drummer, they had drummer issues last minute. So I learned their whole set in like four, three or four days. So I, I brought more specifically for that. But like, it's not a whole lot less most of the time. And if I had a nickel for every time anybody was like, you know, you could just like, I, I got it. I got it. Just, <laughs> I have to carry it around and I'm okay with it. So that's why I have a roadie. Hi, Nate. Love you, buddy. Um, <laughs> so that's why I have a roadie. But also you should, you, if Two-Face Wilson should make a shirt saying, bringing blues rock back to the masses, I would buy one. <laughs> We gotta get a we gotta get a logo done first. My 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 dad's an art my dad's an artist. He's the one that painted that drum head on the front of my drum set. Um, I think when you saw it, it was the it was a was it white the front of it, it, was, like, it was, with like with like a bullseye on it. Yeah, that was the first one. My dad, so. my dad's guy. He, he, so. 
so long ago, golly. Um, twenty twenty went by so quick though, didn't it? Jeez. Um, That's some parts. Yeah, but anyways, he's uh so sorry. Uh, he's You're been good. uh he's um he's been working on a logo and hopefully we'll get it done soon. I'd love to get some merch done just because I want to wear it. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're not getting paid a whole hell of a lot from these shows. If at all, why not at least get some merch out to make it profitable or try to make it profitable, cover, cover expenses. I got to pay for a roadie for crying out loud. I mean, come on now. <laughs> yeah, Nate, come on. And Nate. No, Nate's a, Nate, 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 Nate's a good guy. He's he he doesn't tell me no a whole lot, which I may come back to bite him in the ass at some point. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> you, you gotta watch out, Nate. <laughs> he knows. He knows. I used to, I, I used to, I used to just I, I used to make a joke with him. I was like, I, I I brought this up to him. I was like, yeah, you know, I you don't really tell me no a whole lot. He goes, yeah, no, I mean, you know, I'm just happy to be here. You know, I got nothing better to do. I'm like, dude, I could probably ask you to go score me some Coke. I don't, I don't. Let's disclaimer, disclaimer. But I was like, man, I could ask you to go and like score me some Coke. And he's like, yeah, maybe probably. I'm like, no, you're supposed to say no, Nate. (laughs) Well, now now you made a joke. Say no to drugs, kids. Not a good idea. Yes, weed is not a drug, so that's okay. Nancy Reagan, N- Nancy Reagan was wrong. Damn it! <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that one alone. <laughs> it's legal up here. I can say <laughs> I'm allowed yeah, you to say can. it. You can't. <laughs> uh, not so much for me. <laughs> I don't want to get you in trouble. <laughs> well, uh, that's only if Jeff Tate watches. <laughs> Correct. Yep. Which I will try my hardest. I'll see. What, yeah. I'll see what I can do. So now that we the circle back to that to the beginning <laughs> of the interview with the reference, right? right. <laughs> Brian, thank you so much for hanging out here on Super Cool Radio. Great time chatting with you about everything you got going on. Sounds like you got a lot of cool stuff. Hopefully in the works soon. And please, everyone, check out Diecast Romance. It is some really cool, and it's just a variety and a trip of different music and elements and also guest musicians as well yeah thanks for having me man i'm also on instagram i'm trying to push that a little bit this year as well uh to the spelled out t-w-o underscore faced drummer (laughs) um yeah um yeah just yeah blow up dyke blow up contrivance that's the name of the ep um um i really love making music and i love that people care as much as they have because I was not expecting the amount of support that I got um, or to be able to do cool stuff or to be able to do cool stuff like this. I, I love that, that you, you know, took time out of your, out of your week and interviewed this random ass dude from, from up, from, from up North. Um, this was really fun. I, I enjoyed this. Normally I, I do a podcast with Ari uh, Roinella from of Saints and Scoundrels. Uh, drumming in the trenches podcast quick little plug there at the end so i'm 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 not i'm normally not on this side of the chair so it was it was nice to be able to talk about myself for once instead of asking asking all the questions yeah a a great time you know chatting with you and it, it's always, it's always fun you know as it, my first response to you about how do you pick you know someone to be interviewed like ah, someone who's going to be fun and you know i've seen you live i follow what you've been doing so i was like we're gonna have a good conversation and we did it was yeah. awesome. I, I always try, you know, I, 
I, I always joke about having a big head and it's like, hey, at least it's full of something. I mean, it might be shit, but who knows? And, you know, I can, I can get through an interview relatively unscathed. <laughs> it, it was fun. Plus, we're going we're gonna to be featuring a teaser for your anthem featuring my friend and your friend, Jamie Boss, the local South Bend musician. So that'll be coming up very shortly. For- and, Andrew, and Andrew Ketchum of Let It Rot on lead guitar as well. Yes, also also featuring Andrew on guitar. So for Brian Nickerbocker of Two-Faced Wilson and Diecast Romance, I am Matthew Thomas with Super Cool Radio. Thank you for watching. And now here is a teaser for your anthem.